Walt and the Reese have been X-Files fans from the beginning. Patrick is watching for the first time. Together, they perform improv comedy in New York City, and now they're doing a podcast. It's time for Two Files and a Newborn. Hello, folks. Welcome I'm not back. ready. Hey, not ready. welcome to Two Files and a Newborn. I'm Walter. I'm Reese. Ah... That's I'm Pat. Patrick. All right. Should we wake you up this morning? Or are you just exhausted from all the? No, I just activity? feel like it's very. It's like we're always. I'm older. I'm older. I feel like I wanted to mix it up. But oh, uh, and you go, but you, you mess up. The, I'm Patrick. You could be that was the first thing. one to talk. No. No, we should mix it up. Rotate, <laughs> rotate duties like MC on an improv show. So Pat, you've been to- we've been told that we have to bring you kicking and screaming to the the company concert at Webster Hall. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> We are going to be doing something, That's I think. That's what Jamie said. Yeah. After she listened to the last podcast. I cannot confirm or deny anything at this time. Uh, but can't I can't be programmed, categorized, or easily That's referenced. Right. I can't. I won't. But I am under... I am in conversations with XFN, X-Files News Productions, about doing an event in this very club, perhaps this very room, October 9th at 6 o'clock. And we more to come on that, but uh, stay tuned. It's not It's not official yet. No. It's unofficial. But find, make sure you follow Dukovniax and XFN Productions on Twitter. Maybe, X-Files News. You maybe mean? you shouldn't announce it if it's not official. Well, I, I can't confirm or deny anything or anybody at this time, but... Uh, it's an X-File. It's unresolved. That's right. Oh, okay. But I'm, I'm creating buzz. I'm dropping some... Eggs. You dropped a bomb in our group chat and I then know. you disappeared. And I actually wasn't there like for I, that. I only heard I do in the bathroom every day. Oh, and God. the problem with that, you can't follow up on it and people get disappointed. Yeah, you get people's hopes up, Walter. Well, but people listen to this in five years from now because it's <laughs> no ever living on the internet and people are like, what the hell is this? Oh, my God. There, there, there's another X-Files podcast? Like, oh, oh, I missed it. And they'll be so ashamed. So well, upset. speaking of David Duchovny, I have a nice shiny CD that I do not have in my hand because if I bring it here I'm afraid it's going to break. It'll lose. Well I've broken two of them. Because yeah. <laughs> he doesn't sign the CDs, he signs the cases and the cases get broken. Right. Every so time they... you open it up to get him to sign it, it breaks the case. You well, should get him to sign the pamphlet, the book. Yeah, that's what, you, but then you gotta, you gotta use that during the meet and greet. The, the, the CDs they give you are pre-signed so you don't have to waste time. Yeah, but the idea is you never open it and then it's actually worth something someday because he only signs a few things. Well, Either way, I've broken two of them because in transit. Um, yeah, so I have one that isn't broken, mm-hmm. although we are going to get at least four more mm-hmm. at our upcoming shows. Right. So I'm going to tell you now this and now, folks, if you are listening to this podcast and you would like a signed copy of the CD case. Hell or High Water. By David Duchovny, you get the CD and it's signed. Mm-hmm. Featuring Weather the Band. Yes. And um But you don't have that yet either. What? Ah, I gotta get the gotta get these No we have it. Oh, you have we just it. don't have it in our hands. Oh, I today. thought you said you broke it. No, oh, we, no, have, no, no, we no. have we have several. so many copies. We How have many several. meet and the two of us have done? We get one every meet and greet. Well is he signing the jewel case? The jewel case. Yes. And it's wrapped. So it's a collectible no, it's not technically. Wrapped. Isn't it wrapped? No, it's not wrapped. It's just a jewel case. So he's just signing the wrapper. No, he didn't sign the wrapper. It's well, not wrapped. Oh, it's the dual case then. Yeah. Oh, okay. He did sign my one CD. But it's sealed, isn't it? It no, it's not sealed. He signed my one actual CD when we were at Cutting Room. Mm-hmm. Um, when we saw him in the green room that one time, he signed the actual CD. Oh right. I just don't know. I think I put it somewhere safe so I wouldn't lose it, and I don't know where I put it. 
Uh-oh. It's around. It's somewhere. This but. is why they need, they tried to switch to those like paper cardboard CD cases instead right. of the jewel case. Yes, but then it loses its its appeal when you, you know having the case and then the mm-hmm. little pamphlet. And I need to get them to sign the pamphlet. I'm just I don't want to take up that time during the meeting. Oh, like the lyric sheet. Yeah, I want uh, yeah. the lyric sheet that you can barely well, read. Well, have it ready. Like Take it out. Have him sign the album cover. You know, on our next podcast, I want to see if sign. Pat can read it because he he's could, younger. He could sign it. It's like the tiniest. I doubt David could even read. I mean, freaking, well, he can't no. even read a set list. No. <laughs> um, it's rough. It's rough. It's so small. It's like if I were a celebrity doing autographs, I would just go squiggle, squeal, squiggle, squiggle, squiggle. Hell, I'm not a celebrity, and that's how I sign stuff. But I just don't want to waste precious time during the meet and greet on him signing stuff. It's mm-hmm. like I'm like, oh, sign this. It's right. like you want to spend more time hugging and touching and feeling. I didn't say that, okay. but I want to be able to talk to him <laughs> for a second and not have him distracted by signing right, you know, right. something. I just want to. I really don't like the pictures I get with him ever because. So what do like, people have to do to get a free CD signed by David Duchovny? Uh, so okay, so what we said before, I'm going to say again. Go on to iTunes, write a review. It's really not for you and I, Walt. No, no. <laughs> Go but on yeah. to iTunes. Because I don't need another one. Write a review about this podcast and make sure it's a good one. And then tweet us. Yeah. And and tweet us a copy of that review. Say, hey, I wrote a review. And guess what? The first one to do that, you get this. That's right. If That's you right. go to iTunes right now and you write a review about the 2000 Newborn podcast, and then you tweet either at Walt Frazier, at the Pat Reedy, or at Loris F, or at Dukovniaks, and say, hey, I wrote a review of your podcast. I will send you the CD signed by David Duchovny. Well, the CD case. Hey, before we go, can I get a picture of the two of you together? Because you're wearing the Amber Alert David Duchovny TV shirt. This and gets a lot of attention. It does. People on the street when I was just like walking yeah. out of the car were like smiling and waving. Well, David's ten-year-old eyes you've got two on your giant boots. Eye, yeah. yeah. <laughs> two eyeballs on my boots. Yeah, David's eyes on your the boots. whole time during Wizard World, Com- yeah. World Comic Con. All day long, David's All day eyes long, are on your boots. Everyone's looking at my yeah. Oh no! Pat has What's a wrong with my shirt. A Mexican sh- kitty with a big sombrero, an accordion, and a forty. It's tequila cat. It's oh, is that tequila? Oh. It's a cat playing in the accordion. Yeah, I thought that was a 40 of beer. Oh, I guess that could be no, gold that, tequila. That, that looks like tequila. Yeah, okay. The that cat works. eat the worm? That works. With an accordion. But this has nothing to do with the X-Files. It has nothing to do, but it's a, it's a great shirt. Uh, I think it's fun. I know it's a great shirt. For you fans shirt. out there, Pat likes cats. Yeah. So I don't think I could pull that shirt off. Pat wears it really well. I just he have a lot to, of t-shirts with, with cats, cats on them. <laughs> I'd probably rip it off. You know, it might be too small for me. So we really should talk about these episodes. I guess the real reason we're here, right? We got Too Shy, The Walk, the and Oubliette, right? A a dark dungeonist place. Oubliette, it's French. I didn't realize what Oubliette meant. But what does it mean? A, it's a dark, uh, cavernous place. And I, I just had it open, but I'll get that open again. But uh, yeah, so we're, we start with Too Shy. And you and I, Louise, what did you uh, As soon as I knew second. we were putting it on, I'm like, oh no, the fence. Louise sucker. and I are on the completely opposite sides of the fence on this episode. Because I think Too Shy is fucking awesome. Fucking, it's like an after school special on why you shouldn't meet people on the internet. Right. Especially, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, especially when they're like, you don't know who he is. We've been talking for a month. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that is so sketch nowadays. Yeah. You don't know who you're, especially with all the catfish accounts nah. and everything. The internet's great for cyber sex, but don't meet anybody you talk to. Well, it's not. It's like chat rooms. It's not even a dating site. No, mm-hmm. this is before. I'm actually now looking up what the first online dating site was. Ooh. 
What was it? I remember CompuServe and CompuServe. early AOL. And then what was the one before CompuServe? People? No, but something. I don't know if there was a dating site. Not a dating site, but they had like rooms where people would hook up. And How do you know about that? It was, you know, I know things. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's mm. a, yeah, that's You've sketchy. got mail. You've got mail. Definitely like 2003, 2004 is when Match.com came into mm-hmm. precedence. This is before like dating websites, though. These yeah. are like creepy chat rooms, and everybody yeah. knows that you know chat rooms are for creeps. Right. <laughs> it was creepy. Do they even have chat rooms anymore? <coughs> oh, they do, but now now I think chat rooms and groups are completely for creeps. I think back then it was before even email was all that prominent, and that's how people would get on there and talk to their friends the way they do on Twitter now. Well, there is email in this episode too. Yeah, yeah she, she gets emails in, the friend. Uh huh. Is this and, the first? Email? No, no. No, there's email. other emails because uh, Mulder and Scully, and we we hear trust. Uh, remember yeah. early on, trust no one is Mulder's email. Well, we've talked about like this episode. I compare it to Seinfeld a lot. The two episodes that I watched throughout the '90s, and when you go back and watch it, you see the the basically the internet evolve on TV and cell phones. In fact, he forgot his cell phone in this episode, right? Or was yeah. one of these three episodes? At some point, he did. He forgot his yeah. cell phone. And I'm like, well, that doesn't happen That's anymore. That's kind of like what Walt well, he had does to get every a, day. He had to get a new one after um, Giovanni Ribisi Friday. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, like, they, the prop person just forgot to get it, and they said, "Yeah, we'll say he forgot his cell phone." You know, that sounds like an easy thing. But uh, what she has, oh, fire the prop, your phone? Prop, fire the I don't think master. they'd let the prop master completely rewrite the script in such mm-hmm. a way. <laughs> so in this episode, too shy. This is where Virgil and Kanto, played by Timothy Carhart. Uh, basically, is a liposuction fat eating machine or fat? What's the what's Jillian's line? Fat sucking uh, vampire. Scully says, "Yeah, basically a, a fat sucking vampire." Right. The misogyny is abound in this episode. Oh my gosh, it oh, is. Yeah. The guy's like, "I'm not sexist, but I don't think women should be doing this." <laughs> I don't think women should be performing autopsies on other women. <laughs> it's like you know, 20 years before Trump ran for president. He was still around. Yeah, that's right. You know, th- th- this is the way a lot of guys used to think. You're aware there are other shitty politicians in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's plenty. <laughs> it's just an easy target these days. I like how Mulder comes on wearing like a Blues Brothers glasses look. Yeah. He looks like Elwood. But was he, he Elwood? Well, he looks more Elwood because of the suit, or was he going for Tom Cruise, Risky Business? No, don't say Tom Cruise. No? no. Well, no, but back then, Tom Cruise, Risky Business is only about 10 years old, and... Uh, so you just want to see Mulder in his tiny whiteies and his white shirt and his, you know, and not dancing, but uh, maybe trying to dance. He can start doing the Mick Jagger moves again. That'd be kind of hot. That's not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Fortunately, as a, as a straight man, my idea of a guy being hot is probably skewed. I need to erase some shit. My notes keep crashing. Mm-hmm. The one victim. Well, yeah. What's funny is she's like, I happen. I don't know. I feel like some of the dialogue was so bad in parts of mm-hmm. it when they were having dinner, and the dialogue, the scripted dialogue between um, Ellen. Is mm-hmm. that the woman? Yeah, Ellen. Ellen's the landlord. And Virgil. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's the dinner's it's very slow, and I feel like it's it's very awkward mm-hmm. when they're having dinner together. It's very stagey, like it's staged, it's like a bad dialogue, and then the acting's kind of weird too. Right. And I don't know if it's because the guy, the way he was playing him, like it seemed like he was purposely trying to play him awkward. Uh huh. Or if they were just, it was weird. <laughs> But the way they are, and she's like, I haven't done this in a while, and she's like, it's okay. It's right. just like such, she's so creepy. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's the 90s. I think it's a it's new... It's the 90s. Oh, it's okay. I no, don't know. Well, I don't know. We're, we're still not at Yes All Women yet in this point. At what? You know, the, this is just like... This is not like an easy episode to sit through. Like, this episode wouldn't fly in today's age. No. There no. wouldn't be a whole episode devoted to lonely, sad, overweight women. Right. Yeah. Well, but you know, though, I think here's a guy... And she wasn't that overweight. Right, they're not that big, but she wasn't obese. Here's a guy who's they're, praying. Oh, they're not, and I actually made that note too. I was like, the women they're calling overweight are not that right. fat. No, right. no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> That's but, what I was thinking. But they have body fat. It's not even about being big, but they're like they're like no, plus size models. No, women in general have more more body fat uh, to. I mean, technically to suck out because you could technically have no very little body fat and have them all in your chest area. Right, and I'm sure that's, that's fatty. Yeah, it could be fatty tissue. Maybe she's doing P90. That's before Pinandi. This is long before Pinandi. But, uh, yeah. And, of course, you know, the guy tries to get Scully again. That always happens. Yeah. Scully always gets attacked by these creepers. From the shower, in the in the bathroom, too, right? Because Donnie yeah. Faster got her, like, it was in the bathroom. and <sighs> Something about Scully yeah, in the bathroom and creepers. Bathrooms and bathtubs. And or just creepers in the bathroom in general. The uh, It's pretty gross. The dead detective in the bathtub, too. Mm-hmm. in his bathtub. Yeah, and what what was his thing like? What is he? he's just like a a weird thing that eats people's fat and skin? Not really explaining anything more than that, right? Yeah, because they didn't at the end because he hadn't fed. You could see he started to look like a zombie a little bit. Like his face started to deteriorate when they were talking to him. I helped them and they fed me. I gave them what they wanted. What? Uh, they I, gave me what I needed. That's what he said. And then the flash to him at the very end. Yeah, that's terrible. That's horrible. <laughs> that's really hokey. Yeah. This is the case they solved. They actually Thank solved this case. They yeah. solved this case. Yeah. They got they the fat sucker. They got the solved the last one. So I think what they need to do is repurpose this guy. You know, he could do... Like community service, like discounted or free liposuction, but do it with a controlled, you know, you could probably turn this around. It doesn't have to be this creepy, murderous thing unless, you know, it's not just something he needs. He has a homicidal tendency. He could provide a service and listen, I will remove your fat. I will suck it out of you for free. <laughs> I will be a like a. But I'll also murder you and take all your skin. Well, no, but I'm saying he doesn't have to. Do and that. then hide your body. So this is like Siler from Heroes. He doesn't have to kill to take the power, right? He, he but he, he has a problem. Does to take all their skin? No, no, yeah. but he could take the fat and he, he killed could, that hooker. Yeah, well, I'm saying. And hookers do not do well. On but there's like TV a lot show. of vampires that like good vampires <laughs> that take just enough blood to live. Well, I mean, and they have vampire friends that help. Like, say, yeah, you take, you know. I'm glad, I'm glad you like this episode. It's not my. I, when I as soon as I, I, I was like, Wait, which one is this one? Oh, yeah. fat sucker. Oh man, it's different. This fucking episode. Thank God there was a gang of hookers at the bridge too, because <laughs> otherwise they might not have discovered the other body that quickly. Uh, oh my God. So this this character originally had um, was Mr. somebody who just Incano. fed on body oils and they changed it there to fatty a, tissue. There was a molder chasing. Oh. Mulder Chasing had like drum sounds. I noticed Mm -hmm. there was like a special Mulder Chase music. Hey, what? Don't you're shaking the mic. I'm sorry. Don't. Don't. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. No. And they they had this idea that he'd be like a creepy fan of the opera type of recluse. Blah 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 blah. They they had a lot. they, They took a while to figure this guy out. This Encanto guy. 
He uses dish soap for aftershave. Oh, yeah. He smells like you use dish soap for aftershave. Yeah. Poor girl. I, yeah. I guess she. I, I was looking. She somehow looks familiar to me, but I guess not. It's like doesn't sound like she did anything else, from what I could tell. The daughter didn't, didn't find anything else on her. But uh, I give this episode a five. A five? Oh, I gotta give this a ten. I would give a it ten. Less. No, okay, I'll, I'll give this a Fuck. seven. It's, it's not great, but this I, is not, not you, great. It's so, like it's I rolled my eyes when we were putting it on. I'm like, the no, skin, not this one. The skin stuff grossed me out too. Yeah. It's nasty. It's got a lot of stuff going on. You got this. Brilliant writer, editor, like romantic Renaissance guy. Uh, actually, a good question. It's a guy named uh, Jeff Vlaming, V L A M I N G, who of apparently him. previously worked on the Weird Science series, which I, I, I think I saw half of one episode they before made I gave a up on that. Out of that. Yeah, it was god awful. Oh. Uh, and he also he, oh, wait, he wrote Hell oh, Money, which this. is coming up, which is actually pretty good. Oh, Hell Money is another one. I like Did Hell they Money. Take the eyeballs. Yeah, right? Is that the uh, the Chinatown? Yeah. I love Hell Money okay, with the triads. This, one, this one's a nutter. That's coming up. This one's nutter? This one's a nutter. Uh, the David nutter. Fluffer nutter. <laughs> I don't think it was a directional thing. Like I said, I think they feel like the, the dialogue was very... I don't know. It was... I recognize the detective. He was the exterminator from Jumanji. <gasps> oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Jumanji. James Handy. That's a good movie. Yeah. So what did you give this, Pat? Oh, four. Mm. Uh, four. Good rating. Gross. So brutal. Oh, I don't have down. to like everything. I don't even have to like this show. That's true. That's true. We're forcing you to watch it. Boom. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. What are you? What's going on? I don't what know. What no, I was getting ready to move on. So I and I pushed the wrong button on my. So notes. the walk is. The walk. This is a great one. This is pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty creepy. I I wouldn't. Necessarily say it's great. <laughs> oh, I liked this one even less. Really? really? I don't know what it is. Every time they do like an army or a war episode, mm-hmm. I'm always just like snooze. Well, you know, part of the problem is that they're they're in that stage. They're trying to do like a post Vietnam type of show, but the most recent thing was Desert Storm, which wasn't the most dramatic of uh, uh, battles. It was more than Grenada. But it wasn't quite Vietnam, and they, you know, they, they landals in Iraq in, in 92, 93 were so quick, they were over before they started almost, or 91, 92, I guess, and, uh, or yeah. when came in. I was in high school. <coughs> so, uh, Patrick was going to, like, freaking preschool or something. But PTSD preschool. in the first Iraq war I does not ten. quite, met, you know, live up to, like, what the guys are going through now that came back from the most recent Iraq and Afghanistan tours. He won't let me go. Mm-mm. He won't let me die. That's right. So I'll submerge myself into a tank of boiling water. Well, he's trying to kill himself. He thinks he's got himself. Of all the ways to kill yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. This who does that? basically like 20 years now. It's 20 years. This is yeah. the 20-year anniversary of this whole season. That's right. This Ooh. is November 10th, 1995 we're talking about right now. So, yeah. So they're basically Gulf War amputees. And man, mm. that quadriplegic is an asshole. He's a... Dick? Was inspired by the film The Men, which is a character. But they didn't explain how he became this. Well, no, no, he, he he probably took a bomb or he somehow whatever roach he saved roach and lost his arms and legs in the process. He Who probably wants to save a roach? fell on a grenade or something. But and, how uh, does he go into this trance and and thing? Well, you know, apparently when you lose your arms and legs, you gain the ability of uh, the phantom. What's the uh, astro projection? 
But then I saw then he had, he actually projects his ass out there. And the rest of him. He's yeah. projecting the rest his consciousness. Along. He projects his ass. Yeah, he projects his consciousness. It's and a. Uh, what was the deal with the cassette tape with the answering machine? What's the deal with the cassette What's tape? The what does that take? Well, apparently when you astral project, your voice records in reverse. But did he... I'm totally pulling this shit out of my ass. No, because why would he leave a message of that? Uh, well, that... Well, I think I don't know. I think it's like, you know, is it a ghost? I think it's just something to throw people off the... You know, it's a creeper thing. He, he's tormenting them psychologically more than anything else. You know, the, and the violence is more to torment them psychologically, even the killing of their families. Is all about tormenting them. So they they get you. What's the line he gives? Um, it just, I was about to say it. It flew out of my. Your pit. time has come. Your time has come. You know he said your time has come. You know his he trying to get revenge on them. He took a grenade or whatever he did to save all them, and you know he's holding responsible that either he saved and sacrificed himself for, and say like what the fuck did I do this for, or the people that sent him into battle. Yes. Name. Uh, like Roach? Mailman. Willie Garson? The mailman? Yeah, yeah. Willie Garson. Yeah, that, that's the guy from the Lucky episode, right? Yeah. Uh, and from... Uh, he plays Rappo. His IMDb profile picture is like so different now. Mm-hmm. He's got arms and legs. He does. <laughs> He's in a Continuum, right? And what else? He was in something else recently. I feel yeah. like they spent all the money on the budget on the amputee effects. Right. <laughs> Not so much the writing... Oh, oh, at age 11, he was in a movie called The Keeper, starring Christopher Lee. Never heard of it. No, okay, Dark it's... Angel. He's been a lot of yeah, sci-fi stuff. Yeah, I've seen him a lot of. Yeah, I've seen uh, him around. He did not solve this case. It's unsolved. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Oh, no. They killed the guy. Well, they didn't. The Burning Man killed the guy. Right. Oh, no. oh that's right. He was in Bates Motel recently, in 11 episodes. Oh, that's, that's right. right. That's the other thing we saw him in recently. Yes. He's in the Backstrom, the 100. That's right. He did 100 for three episodes. And Wayward Pines. That's right. Franklin Dobbs. Good yeah, he's in him. a lot of stuff. Guy works all he's the time. He's pretty creepy in this episode. Yeah. I say. He was like macking on Scully, too. Right, right, right. A little bit. stood in the way. Sounds like. It, and you know, the, of all the creepy things that get me in this episode, is they always feel the need to inject him at the end of his arm. Right? Every yeah, time they give him a shot, weird. they're sticking into the stub. Yeah, why? And that freaks me out. Because they want you to see what a good job they did with the special effects. That's right. It, it just creeps me out. You didn't save the episode. X-Files gets me a lot because it's one of the few shows where the kids aren't safe. <laughs> you know what I mean? You watch a lot of shows. Wait, the, then most shows won't go Great. there. Most X-Files TV shows won't go there. child killer. They yeah, are. That's good to know. But, uh... You know what makes created a lot more upset? Mm-hmm. Than, than any of the kids being killed. Mm-hmm. Queequeg. Yeah. Queequeg? Queequeg. So the dog no. we met in Clyde Bruckman's repose no. comes from the little Chihuahua, Wait, right? Or Pomeranian? Yeah, that's, she took him. She took him she, home. She adopts him and we see him yeah, again. Yeah, Queequeg. Yeah, the, the little Pomeranian that she yeah. took from the neighbor. Do you want a dog at the end of that's Clyde? Right. Oh, we didn't talk about that the last episode. No. That's we didn't talk, how, how are we not talking about There's so much about that episode. That's why, you know, Clyde Bruckman. I can't, you, you always go back to Clyde I forgot that's how yeah, we They got, bring back the weirdest shit, huh? That's yeah. how we got Queequeg. <laughs> it's like a callback, too. It's kind of funny. Poor why do they call him Queequeg? Because of the... Because she's Starbuck. Because she's Starbuck so, and her uh, dad's Ahab's Moby, Moby Dick kid. So I'm gonna give this an up at a. I'm gonna give this an episode. I'm gonna give this episode a seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's creepy. 
Uh, it's pretty scary. Seven. I, I put this on the same level as Too Shy. I think they're both great Monster oh, of the Week episodes. Like Too Shy. Nah. No, I think the acting the acting's a lot better in this, mm-hmm. and the script is better. And These aren't even really monsters. Kind of special effects. They are um, monsters. Well, they're not monster monsters. Or monsters. Week. No, you had so like, a, a fat sucking monster. How is that not a monster? That's pretty monster. They're just not like, well, they're like people with weird uh, powers. Yeah. They're very simple monsters. Yeah, they're you know they're they're subtle. They're psychological monsters. Well, monster monsters don't or have no monster, things. it's pretty creepy. It's true. Well, I mean it's well acted. It's but not aliens. It was so boring. You don't like this one? I was like asleep the first half of the episode. <laughs> oh man! It's just like, what's happening? Let's get to right. it. Let's go. Let's kill this uh, army broad. I mean, broad. Swimmer. <laughs> uh, see, I love it. I, you know the, the the pool scene. There's there's just you know I it's very intense. The, the, it's pretty these, scary. It is pretty scary. You know, and it's like, what is going on? You know, is it astral projection? Is it a ghost? Oh, you hear the guy's voice. So it's pretty clearly this guy. And they it's, they don't make any uh, attempts to say, oh, maybe it's this guy who's all bitter. Of course, it's the guy who's all bitter. Right. You know, there's no layers to it. Like a normally, you'd be sympathetic for somebody that lost their limbs. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you could say. I mean, from Not I think this episode today, that character had more layers to it. Burying kids alive. What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? We, you know, the last ten to fifteen years with shows like Lost and. Um, even even DC Comics is going to the gray area. It's not all black and white. This guy is he, he's damaged goods, and that's why he is so bad. But he's really uh, one dimensional evil at this point. You know, the uh, you know it's not just I'm getting revenge. Like there's he's no pure evil. To there's it. no yeah exactly. Yeah, there's no remorse. What do you give no, this Pat? I give it a five. Yeah, he's better than the last one, I guess. Mm-hmm. To step up. Yeah. Step up to the streets. We should we should qualify. What, what, what? These are not scientific ratings. These are oh no, they're sure. purely subjective, purely arbitrary numbers <laughs> that Just, we pull out yeah. of our butts. The moment it's almost we like the scoring on whose lines. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't. I would. I don't think we need to clarify that. I think people would argue. Oh okay. okay. Just <laughs> No, no, I was just thinking. I, I, I try these every time I rate. These are scientific numbers. Pat's rating on this. Well, when I rate this. these things, I try to remember what I gave other things to put in context. You know, and maybe I'm putting way too much thought into just it. Just feel you feel what you feel. <laughs> That's just right. Give what you think. I feel. How much did you enjoy more. it? How much did you think it was good? I do like the next episode. Oubliette. 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 It's French. Oubliette. French. Oubliette. Oh, I don't understand the title. Did we figure that out? Yeah, the dark. Yeah, dark. and actually, Oubliette is a dark um, dungeon. You know, I, and I had it here. I closed the that window. That makes sense because that's where new, uh, Lucy and the kidnapped young right. victim are in a dark place. Oh, I'm sorry, not as dark. A secret dungeon with access only through a trap door in the ceiling. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so the Oubliette <laughs> is. <yeah. laughs> that makes perfect sense. It's the first time in a while too that we have kind of like a. Like an overall storyline, mm-hmm. grand scheme of things, just right. to, just like kind of harking back to the Mulder sister plotline. Right. Yeah, Mulder gets all mushy gushy and sympathetic, and he's very sensitive mm-hmm. too. He's not a just, big baby. He, not just like kidnap victims, but female characters that mm-hmm. are victims. Um, he's very, to them, and he's really upset. 
Well, clearly he's happened. thinking of Samantha. I don't think he they is, ever talk about is, it. Or Julia, but like Julia he was really Samantha? upset even in you know in yeah. Jersey Devil when they killed the the Neanderthal and upset the end. Like he he he's very sympathetic to female victims right. in general, right. which is why he's so likable. I think to females. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To watch the show because it's not it's really easy to get boys to watch geeky sci-fi stuff you gotta make it chick friendly I don't know if that was their motivation <laughs> in writing it this I think way. it just makes Mulder more likable the yeah. fact exactly. that he's so vulnerable he's in these letters. ways yeah. Yeah. he's not a dick he has a dick he yeah. has a monster of the week story unconnected to the series this? of the winter mythology this is a guy named Charles Grant Craig I don't know anything about this guy um, and who directed this? Uh, Kim Manners. All right. Yeah, this is definitely Kim Manners. No, the direction's good. You know, you had uh, Lucy out there who's feeling what's going on with uh, Amy Jacobs, right? Is that the she's other? got some splaining to do. Mm-hmm. But she's she's a great character. She's a damaged character. She's got a lot of layers. It reminds out. me of the girls that were kidnapped um, recently, and they the kidnapper mm-hmm. for years and years and had children with him mm-hmm. um, what, what was the to what's going on like even the last episode I thought these crazy uh, assholes that, that yeah. kidnap people right so, yeah, I, I like my uh, my top my topics to be more uh, universal mm-hmm. I mean it's always going to be wrong but this, this is the same kidnapper so he kidnapped her too yeah he, that right yeah kind of young the little yeah. the little girl didn't she grow up to be on Firefly Serenity there. Was that Jules? Oh, that is Jewel. Mm-hmm. Like her first role, I think. Ooh, let me look that up. I didn't recognize her. Jules to eight. Mm-hmm. Jules to eight. She was good. Yeah, but it, like it, the the science here makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> I guess it never does. But it is it is kind of a, a cool a cool episode a cool concept because you think they're just going to be chasing down like a serial killer the whole time but then right. also there's like this strange <clears throat> phenomenon happening with Lucy so I think it's a really cool way to do an abduction episode that's mm-hmm. not really been done very unique and only works in this world but also it makes absolutely no sense right. so she's she's abducted and when she was younger but now she's projecting. The consciousness of people that have just been abducted by the same person. Well, no. Well, yeah. She five years. She was in captivity with this guy, and she escaped somehow. We don't really get into how exactly, but she escaped. She was totally reclusive ever since, and into drugs and other things, and you know, all the things. Waiting that, tables at the diner. Yeah, not even fast food. They said right? she was clean. No, it looked like a diner. No, she said she was clean. She said she was clean. I believe she was clean. I just right. think all this stuff started happening to her. She didn't understand what was happening because, right. you know, if the guy punched the girl, she would get a nosebleed. Mm-hmm. Or if the girl fell down, she would fall down. And what was weird was when um, the, the girl escaped and she's running in the forest. And then, like, Lucy's running down the street. Right. But she doesn't know why she's running. She just starts running and then she falls, even right. though it, it's, yeah, it was, it's a little confusing. But... It reminded me of like Aubrey a little bit. A little bit. Because she had this connection uh-huh. uh, to Miller. You have the connection right. to the girl. Right. Um, th- that's. Uh, Miller loves Lucy. Yeah, I think with this kind of stuff too. And I hate the uh, the other detectives are just being jerks. Oh yeah. yeah. And Scully drama. Mm-hmm. Miller, your sister. 
gets very offended about that. You're too close to this. He gets very offended about that. Right. But she has to say it every damn time. Mm -hmm. His name is Spooky. Spooky Mulder? Right. (laughs) What is kind of interesting about this situation, it's not just psychological, it's not just an emotional connection where she actually bleeds the other girl's blood. Bleed experiences her nosebleed. And, uh, yeah, because yeah, they did the, the test and they right. it was actually her blood. Right, right. And I guess in the end, she died so the other girl could live. Right. That's sad. Which is very sad. Mm-hmm. Mulder's very sad. And Carl just gets gunned down in the river. Lucy started to come out of it. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, she's that just looked up the whole episode. What's Reasons. weird is that usually when you someone gets away, you find the kidnapper, mm-hmm. and then this guy was still out on the loose doing his thing. Right. Well, he's kind of a. I'm trying to think of another situation that we saw recently where. <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it, somebody that was a, a kidnapper was then working in. Doing school photos right. at the beginning of the episode, right. and my first thought in that was like, "Well, if this guy's a creeper, apparently they don't do background checks in this day and age, because now you can't walk into a school building without a background yeah, check." Well, so, okay, another put movie. Put in your name and show your ID and do everything. Uh-huh. Another movie or something else. There was a reason why the murder stopped for a while because the person who did it actually was put away for something else. He was in an institution for fifteen years for a bipolar issue. So they never caught him for this, but he did get committed because he had extreme bipolar problems and he was away for 15 years and then he just came out. He got this job, but he was a typical creeper. He gets a job as a coach, in this case a photographer. There's a wonderful uh, video that I had to watch as a singer in Catholic churches about people that get jobs that put them in a position where they could be near kids. They, they get a job as a softball coach or they get a job as a child's photographer right. or something so basically like that. you have to be weary of anyone that is... Anybody who emails me and says, oh, I just love kids. working with kids. Can you hire me for improv for kids? Yeah, I, I, I don't really read those emails. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me nervous. If you have an audition, you're talented, well, think about it. Oh, okay. So I have to do his audition. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a creeper, you have to audition still to get the job. Oh, <laughs> there was a, all right. That's uh, enough of that. There was also a very insensitive joke on Scully's part. Oh. When they first interrogate Lucy, and she like freaks out and leaves, Scully goes, "I guess she's not too big on confined spaces." Mm-hmm. I noticed that's that. That's fucked up. It's <laughs> a fucked up thing to say. <laughs> was that meant to be fucked up though, or is that just an observation? Well, it was like, her, like it, it was. She was. Tr- I feel like she was trying to make like a Mulder like one-liner. <laughs> no, Scully. But like no. they know this person was abducted at that point, right? They know, yeah. Or do they not know, and they're just interrogating her because she like got her nose bleeding? She was at the hospital when that happened. Yeah. And they were gonna release her, but then. So they must have known she was abducted before. Maybe I they didn't so. know. No, I think at that, at that point he did say she was abducted. For five years, fifteen years ago, in seventy-eight, seventy-nine, there is that setup. Mulder knows from the get-go that she's a victim too, and sees her as a victim. The police see her as like an accomplice, and she's not. We find out, and it's very sad at the end. But it's a great episode, I have to say. It's very good, and like you said, it kind of ties into the overall 
big picture mm-hmm. or the overall storyline. So um, with that comment, though, I think from Scully, I'm not sure that that was meant to be funny or meant to be a jive, a jive or you know, a joke at all. I think it was more of a she clearly has issues that from being that has never been dealt with. You know, 15 years ago she escaped, but she still is in that hole kind of a thing. I don't know. That's what they say at the end shot when they're like sitting there talking, mm-hmm. and she basically had to die to become free. And then there's like a shot from the of them far away. I think like Mulder sitting on the bed or whatever. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. It's touching. Great, yeah. great comedy material. Great funny stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna give this an eight. Well, actually, yeah, I'll give this episode on the higher end of spectrum. I'll give it a seven. I don't give it a seven. I think all three were above me, uh, mediocre. Oh, that's good to know. All three of these guys. Seven, seven, seven. They're equally entertaining. This one is. I put. I put. I put this one above the other two, and I definitely the fat sucking vampire has gone low end of things. You're so missing the point on that one. I know it's it's (laughs) acting and the writing that really gets me. The after school special aspect of it, they're just just like, oh gosh. After school special. Yeah, this one's great. Really well acted, directed. Yeah. uh, and it's it's sad, but it's also it's very interesting. I think it just it's a step up. Fine, I'll give it an eight. From the other two. You, you convinced me. I'll, I'll give this one an eight. But we've seen how Only many standalone. We've seen a whole bunch of standalones. We are overdue for some mythology. Because we just the past two podcasts have been all standalones. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they only do like like a half a dozen mythology every year. They have the beginning and the end, and then one or two things in the middle. Well, this season also like the first three episodes were mythology, weren't they? The first two. First two, yeah, like part of the trilogy. The blessing way and the paper. Very mythology heavy. So what? What do we have coming up? You say that, but then when I say they should stay away from Monster of the Week for the new six episodes, you're like, no, no, we need Monster of the Week. I said, I would say no. They've done enough Monster of the Week. And so we should have six episodes. They're only doing two. Huh? They're doing like two. Two mythology episodes? No, two uh, monsters. Yeah, it's still out of six. That's too many. Anyways, that's a revival. <laughs> and, and I, I, I think, I think it helps to break it up <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> the revival is... Uh, I'll let you know more after I see the They screening. wasted their Monster of the Week card screen. on the last movie in 08. Uh, David won- agrees with me. David agrees with you? Yeah. Have you, has he told you this? That was your interpretation of what he said at the panel in Pittsburgh. What did he say at the panel in Pittsburgh? He said, I would not necessarily disagree with you to the guy who said, that movie sucked. That guy was a dick. He was a dick. But Dave was like, I don't they necessarily literally, disagree This dude with literally gets up on the microphone. This is like, because they, they open up questions to anyone who's sitting out there. can yeah. get up there and ask him really embarrassing questions. <laughs> and I think these panels are, like, there's no way of screening these crazies. Not at all. And hey, the, one, the one, the nipple Just dude. Just like at school. Oh, my man. God. The nipple dude from the the panel back in 2013 was 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 the worst. And oh, yeah. Like we all cover our faces during that part. This guy comes up and he says, like, "No penis. shirt on." Well, that's the concert. That's the concert. Oh, well, don't even get into the crazies at the concert. So What's your favorite Steely Dan song? Okay, don't don't do that. We're not going to talk about. I say we have some crazies in our ranks. No, I, but this is this guy. This guy wasn't a crazy. This guy was just a dick. He gets up to the panel and he's like, he says to. I don't, I don't remember what the question was, but mm-hmm. I think he asked him about the last movie. He's like, well, basically, I want to believe sucked. He said sucked. Mm-hmm. David's like, I, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. You just told the actors that their movie sucked. We are not alone. 
I don't think it sucked. I am not. And I wouldn't have said it like that. I don't think it sucked. I I thought it was a waste of. It's their work. Come on, they're actors. They're Mm -hmm. sensitive. You don't go up there and say shit like that. You're a fucking dick. The fact that that movie cost they still worked hard on it. You know, it's not like they didn't go up and freaking film it and like you go up and you work and you film a movie and you're like. And they froze as Mitch saved David. (sighs) You're ruining it for Pat. I'm not listening. Mm-hmm. Oh, the next three episodes <laughs> are taking us that. into 1996. So they'll be the last episodes of 95. That's right. Nisi, 731, Revelations. Nisi and Nisai? Nisai. Nisai. I don't know. And That's I, the S- alien. Yeah. 731, these are alien episodes. 731 alien? What? Is it? 731's about a train. Oh, is that the one where he's on the train? Oh, oh yeah. Okay, we this is going to be fun. All right. Do we have I'm to wait excited. a whole week for this one? I'm excited. No. Ooh. Well, if you're listening on the internet, you can just skip to the next episode. That's right. And make sure you follow Duchovniacs and XFN, was it X-Files News, on Twitter to see Find what's out. coming up about New York Comic Con in two weeks. Big things about to be announced. Yeah, and I will be going to New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And hopefully getting into that panel. As well as D.C., New York, and Philadelphia concerts later this month. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. I'm just not excited about some of the crazies that go to those concerts. Uh, we got to get the Winnebago and have our, like, our, Winnie, like our deadhead hippie mobile. That's creepy. Tell everybody yeah. to stop being so crazy. I know. Stop it's being crazy. The one girl was ready to throw down. Stop bullying Oh, her. after the blonde with the glasses? I don't know who she was. And then the entire oh, audience no. almost beat the shit out of her. Well, the front row got annoyed. Yeah, and then she was like getting up on like the, the hey, bouncers. She's just being face. honest. She was in the bouncers face? Well, no, like trying to like suck cock to get more attention. From the bouncer? Pretty much on the way out. She's just letting her feelings be heard. Yeah. Uh, she's lonely. She's something. I don't know. Crack. Don't do it, kids. Hey, I'm Walt Frazier. We, we, don't, at Walt we Frazier. don't really need to single people out. I'm just saying I'm there's someone that was inappropriate no. at the... She needed to be singled out and beat the shit out of. But not by me. because Walt! No, I'm sorry. Do you know how much editing I'm going to have to do on this? No, because it wasn't my choice. Because you're talking about beating the shit out of a girl. I don't want to do that. Somebody else did. All right. Fuck. I, I thought fuck, Sass... Fuck. I thought Sass was going to take her apart. She, she was... Yeah. And then the girl that was pushing... Mm-hmm. The girl that was pushing us. Yeah. That's why I don't go to these. Those freaking cougars. Guys, Pope, the Pope's... She's probably my age. The Pope's in no. town. So but she, she's gone out to the... Or she just smokes and drinks a lot. Oh, yeah. We've been cursing a lot. We are, we are here. We're about... We're, 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 we're at a we're comedy club. Up. Fuck it. Oh, my God. We're wrapping up, but the Pope is coming, so we need to get the fuck out of here. Oh, sorry. He's, he's, right, he's, he's right around the corner. He's a cool pope. He's not here yet. No, no he's still at the Capitol. No, it was just Greg and he comes in tonight. Rosanna driving around with his uh, his wax Matt figure. Oh. In a fake there are, they, they had a fake Pokemobile. They're yeah, riding we need to around. get out of here before we get stuck in the city. Don't drive in New York City. You can get in, but you can't get out. I'm Walt Frazier. All right, well, this has been an interesting experience. I uh, can't wait to listen to this podcast and see what it sounds like. Uncut raw. No. <laughs> no. We're no. going to cut you up so raw. Yeah. I think, uh, well, if you can copy of Hell or High Water by David Duchovny, mm-hmm. all you got to do is write a review and make sure it's nice. I will love you forever, come Hell or High Water. Five stars. Well, baby, the flood's in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let it rain. Bye.